Hello and welcome to the NFL Blitz. Coming up on today's show, we preview the 2020 NFL season. Can the Chiefs do it again? Will Brady rule the NFC? And will the Jaguars tank for Trevor? We predict how the season will pan out, including whether the Dolphins will go perfect again and if Phil O'Brien will trade even more away. Plus, we preview the opening game of the NFL as the Chiefs and Texans face off yet again. And that's all coming up on the first NFL Blitz of the 2020 season. So, welcome back, welcome to the show, I hope you're doing well, I hope this podcast finds you in good health as per usual. We are back with the NFL Blitz and boy does it feel good and I don't know what the future for the NFL Blitz looks like yet but hopefully we'll be able to do a full season which will be absolutely fantastic, three masters students now so we're going to have to find the time but we want to find the time, we really enjoy doing this and it's a pleasure to be doing it once again and I hope you're enjoying listening to it. I hope you enjoyed last season as well. And we'll probably be able to do a full season now that we've got used to this whole podcasting thing. It's usually at this point I tell you where you can find the NFL Blitz, but I'm honestly not sure. But remember that we have the sportsblitzblog.wordpress.com as per usual, and we're going to be uploading content onto that in the new dedicated NFL Blitz section. So stick around for that. I've uploaded my previews of the AFC and NFC already both very long but i enjoyed writing them and it, it, it's, it's a bit weird that it's coming the same week as the um, soccer previews have but i'm willing to write it all i enjoy writing um so yeah read them if you want to at the sportsblitzblog.wordpress.com by the time you're listening to this you'll be able to see there is a dedicated nfl section i'm going to try and get on the top i'm not sure if it's going to be there but if not then go into articles click on the nfl blitz tab and it'll take you straight to the nfl blitz dedicated web page you might have noticed we opened with the same song that we do for the sports blitz i don't know if that's going to change i'm looking for other you know opening music but i haven't found one that's as good yet so for the time being kevin mcleod is going to remain that's obviously nothing against Kevin McLeod. I just wanted different music for the two different podcasts. And yeah, struggling to do it for the time being. So Kevin McLeod on this week. Maybe Kevin McLeod on for other weeks. Who knows? So we are here for the 2020 season. And of course, the question is, are we going to go through all of it? I certainly hope so. We've seen the struggles MLB have had, the NBA and NHL not having problems in America, but of course they're in the bubble, and of course the NHL isn't in America at all. So it's interesting that the NFL have gone for this model, though technically, I guess, really the only realistic option. And let's hope everyone makes it through the season safe and healthy, and hope you make it through the season safe and healthy as well. And just a few more things I want to clear up before we actually go into the podcast. First of all, Jadavian Clowney has signed with the Tennessee Titans. We didn't cover that really. We talked about him leaving Seattle, but we never talked about him going to Tennessee. It's a really good signing for them. Really helps to bolster what was already a really good defense in the NFL. Second of all, after we finished recording, we got the news that Von Miller may be out for the rest of the season after what they're calling a freak injury in training. The MRI said that it would require season-ending surgery, but Von Miller is going to get a second opinion on that, so we don't know yet. If that happens, then the Denver Broncos season is already over because Von Miller is the most influential player on that entire team, the most important player on that entire team. So, obviously, if you're a Denver fan, you're hoping that's not true. And it's just a shame for the league as well. Von Miller is one of the more interesting and exciting defenders that there is. 
And finally, a correction. I said that Matthew Stafford starting at quarterback for Detroit Lions means they don't have to start Danny Bruff at quarterback. What I meant was David Blau. Danny Bruff used to play rugby league for the Huddersfield Giants. So, he never played quarterback for the Detroit Lions. David Blau did play quarterback for Detroit Lions and I got them two people mixed up. Okay, with nothing more to be said then, let's get underway with the first 2020 season episode of the NFL Blitz. And joining me today, Josh and Will, as per usual, hello. Hello, and does it feel good to be back on the NFL Blitz? It's so Absolutely. good. Yes, fantastic. And reason for optimism for all our sides, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'd say so. Um I think uh, the draft has definitely shown some promise and you never know with the topsy-turvy sort of year that we've had and the season I think we're going to have, uh, it may throw up a few surprises, which I hope it does. So yeah, a good season I'm sure in store. Yeah, absolutely. And I was ready in my week one previews and... I'll be honest, I'm struggling with picking a lot of them games because it, it is just, we are in the unknown at the moment. So, hopefully, the season will actually provide some excitement and not the New England Patriots winning everything again. Yeah, no, this is the year where the AFC East is actually going to have some competition. Fun! At last! Yay! Okay, so kind of like the week-by-week previews on the NFL Blitz last year, we're going to go around the room and preview each team in the NFL, probably. What is there to say about the Jacksonville Jaguars, let's face it. And we'll talk about how we think the teams are going to do as well. So, the first pick goes to... Josh. Okay. I mean, I'm going to have to choose my home side, I think, to start off with. And it's a weird one for me. And I feel like this is a season for the first time in a few years where I genuinely don't know. We could be exceptional or we could really fall flat on our faces. After, you know, the start of last season where I think we were saying at the time we could finish 0-16 and that did look um, likely at some points. It was rather depressing. Uh, we picked back up. Fitzmagic came and Fitzmagic. Uh, but this season, the draft uh, has sort of put a spin on that. Um, Tua is going to be exceptionally exciting to watch. Uh, all eyes on him and a lot of pressure, uh, for sure. Um, will his injury problems continue to play up or will he come out and absolutely burst onto the scene? I don't know. Um, we've, we've had upgrades on both sides of the ball. I think it's fair to say. Um, we've got Devonta Parker, Preston Williams, uh, a pretty decent pair of wide receivers. And we could have a decent game on uh, on the ball as well, on the ground, if uh, Jordan Howard or Breeder can have a decent season and not uh, be injured too much. So it's not, it's not sort of completely out there that we can have, you know, we'll, we can have a good season, but... Um, I think there's, I think in in a sentence, there's cause for optimism and there's cause for worry as well. Yeah. So obviously, Brian Flores has just said a couple of days ago that Ryan Fitzpatrick will be the starting quarterback for week one. And he said, this isn't a story. He'd admitted it wasn't a story. It seems like to me they want to keep Tua out of the starting lineup for as long as possible. 
do you think it's preferable that Tua just doesn't play any meaningful games this season, gets used to the NFL, gets ready? Or do you want to see him coming up through some part of this year? If so, when? I do want to see him come through. I think at some point you have to bite the bullet and and sort of uh, blood him into the team. At, at the end of the day, you've, you've put your first round, first pick on this guy with massive potential. If you don't use that, and use it soon, what sort of was the point, in a way? Um, I think he needs to be managed well, and I'd like to see him really come through in the back end of the season. Um, sort of give him time to get used to the NFL, it's a massive step up, um, for sure, and sort of try and bloody him in with Fitzpatrick sort of fading out towards the end of the season for me. Yeah, I, I personally would want to wait past week 10, or week 10 and beyond. If, if I was for Dolphins, and mm. it depends on how the season's going, I guess, because if, say if we get to week 10 and the Dolphins are 7-3, and three, yeah, do you do you want to fix what isn't broken? That's a really good point. Um, I'll be looking at the O-line as well, truth yeah. be told, and I want to see what kind of hits that um, Fitzpatrick is getting, and yeah. if he's getting sacked and bombarded game in, game out, I don't put two in there. But if they're yeah. holding up reasonably well, and um, say we're, I don't know, five and five, then I think that's that's cause for for sort of starting to blood tour and then. But like you say, if it's what seven and three, eight and two, mm. for example, then yeah, I, I see no reason to change it. No reason because then if you change it and then something happens and all of a sudden you go on that losing run, who gets blamed? You, the two is in that sort yeah. of pressure. So yeah, I'd agree with you there. Yeah, final question then. Which of the Dolphins newbies, whether through trade, free agency, or as a rookie, are you most looking forward to watching? Uh, I mean, the obvious one is Tua, but I am going to go for him just because of the potential for excitement on that Dolphins offence. Um, especially, as I said before, if you've got a strengthened uh, wide receiver core with uh, Preston Williams, uh and Devante Parker. He's got a couple of good targets there to work with. Whether, like you say, he will be put in as much this season, I don't know. But uh, a lot of what was talked about in the draft is his potential and where that ceiling is. So I would be very excited to see, you know, how that works out in practice. I'll give you two for Miami then, one on either side of the ball. I think on offense, sure. I'm going to skip Tua because you've said Tua. I'm going to say Matt Breda coming over from the 49ers. Very fair. Super Bowl last year was part of a great 49ers running court. And on defense, I think it's got to be Kyle Van Noy, a big mm-hmm. part of the Patriots defense over the last few years. I'll be interested to see how he adapts to playing in Miami. And I don't know if um, Flores would have coached him because he was... What, what, I can't remember what Ooh. he did in New England now. Is Van Noy a linebacker? Just to double check. Mm-hmm. Which means I guess probably. Because I think he was a linebacker's coach. But I, And of course Brian Flores, who we want to see if he can improve on last year. Pretty dismal side, but you know, really picked up towards the end of the season. Sure. Okay then, we'll go on to Will. All righty. Well, I have to say I am very so. I mean, yeah, I'm also going to start with the home team. I'm going to start with my New York Giants. 
it's been an interesting offseason for us. It's been really, really encouraging to see what Joe Judge is doing to this team. You know, it's a young team, and he is meeting them where they're at. So we're doing a lot of fundamentals work, which is good, especially with Daniel Jones. He has a tendency to fumble the ball and do all sorts of things which are not exactly what we would like to see from our new quarterback. Um, you know, hopefully Judge has been working on his ability to recognize pocket presence because on the one hand, it's great, you know, Daniel Jones isn't scared of getting hit. But that's also because a lot of times he doesn't see them coming. So yeah. he'll just get absolutely laid out on the tar you know, on on the field because he just doesn't know that he's about to get hit. So, you know, hopefully Joe Joe's been doing a lot of work on that. He's, you know, they've been putting out to the media that he's been doing a lot of like ball security drills. Uh, and, you know, we've seen Joe Judge doing a lot of interesting stuff, uh, you know, tennis balls taped to the hands of the defensive players to try and prevent them from getting holding plays. Uh, and generally speaking, I am excited to see what happens with the team this year. I hope they improve. Uh, and my... So, yeah, that's about where I am on the New York Giants. My hope this year is that we go eight... And, uh, oh, right, yeah, wait, we can't have a 500 record this year because we're up to 17 games. Yeah, I think we'll have to eh, some sure. next year. Uh, are we? Yeah, it's yeah, it's the. Um, oh right. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, my it's, bad. It's just the extra um, playoff spot this year. Yes. So. Yeah, week seventeen. In this case, at least, I would love to see us go eight and eight. If we can make that a reality, then my hopes will have been satisfied, and you know, then we can focus on stuff in the future, like building up our defense, which is kind of not so good at the moment. Yeah. Let's hope the Giants all rise for his honour this year, but um, I want to talk about the training methods Joe Judge has been putting in. Yeah. They've so been fantastic. Am... Yeah, I mean, they've been great, honestly. It's been really fun to watch them. You know, it's it's really interesting to see how he is... You know, Joe Judge has talked a lot in his rhetoric about being a teacher, about being an educator, and I think that's really the fit we need for a young team like the one we have like we don't have a lot of veteran players you know it's a yeah. lot of rookies it's a lot of people just coming off of rookie contracts you know it, we're not an old weathered team looking for like one final run at glory we're a new team we're a young team and we need someone who's willing to teach who's willing to educate who is willing to kind of go back to the basics of the fundamentals of good clean football and and you know play it that way yeah my my particular favorite was the fumble drill where mm. you have a ball on the ground and it's being sprayed with water as is the surrounding area and you've got to slide down and, and pick it up and also i think you mentioned the um training ball the tennis balls on hands yeah. to, tennis balls taped to hands yeah prevent holding yeah. was it yeah, yeah. That's and, you know, there was, a, there was a thing about punishment laughs as well, which the entire New York media took one look at and freaked out uh, <laughs> because, you know, there's not much else to do in quarantine other than hyperbolically overreact to... Uh... Oh, my God. New York sports talk media overreacting? No yeah, way. Yeah, say it ain't so. It's almost like Boston sports media, except somehow worse. Well, my favorite one, if we're going to talk about Boston sports talk media, was the... Will Bill Belichick like Cam Newton for his excessive celebration and, and, most disgusting of all, his giving balls to children? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, that's pretty bad. I mean, one thing I am sad about this year for the Giants is uh, Xavier McKinney, the safety we picked up in the draft, yes. fractured his foot in training camp. Ah, 
Never mind. Yeah. I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's out. Um, he's on injured reserve. So, yeah, this is the place we're in right now. Uh, I am really excited to see what Andrew Thomas can do on the offensive line, though. I think he was by far one of the most kind of pro-ready uh, quarterback, uh, pro-ready offensive lineman in the draft. Yeah, absolutely. He fits Gettleman's style. I really hope we can get a good O-line this year because if Daniel Jones still has issues with pocket presence, we're going to need to give him a clean pocket so that he doesn't end up getting, you know, battered around like no one's business. Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll go on to the next team then. I'm picking, and I was going to go for one of the top teams, but since you two have gone for your own team, it would be feel really weird if I didn't. Represent so Alex. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to start this with the same question I did in the AFC preview on the sportsblitzblog.wordpress.com. Check it out. Um, but is this the last chance saloon for the Steelers? Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger is coming off quite a severe injury last season, though reports out of training camp have been really good. If he can have a good year, then, well, let's face it, the whole Steelers season rests on whether Ben Roethlisberger can have a good year or not. If he does, then this could be the last of maybe three years or two years. If it's, if not, then this could be his final year in the NFL, which would feel really weird because I think I'm now the only one who hasn't seen a quarterback... Well, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely the last one who's not seen a quarterback change throughout my entire time watching the NFL and watching my team. Um, I'm going to guess the Dolphins have changed a few times. <laughs> just on a guess on a whim uh, but um, let's let's go over the names <laughs> <laughs> well i was reminded yesterday that the dolphins had a chance to sign drew Brees and didn't which... wait what yeah when when yeah, he was left saying, san it? diego for new orleans the dolphins had first chance of signing him but they didn't like his shoulder and so decided not to bother and they signed a, they signed um dante culpepper instead Jesus. So, good move. But anyway, this yep. is for Steelers. Oh, yeah, Chad Pennington's on there. Oh, yep. Chad, Chad Pennington. Pennington. Chad Henney, Ryan Tannehill, Jay Cutler, Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fun. Don't forget Josh Rosen. Can't yeah. forget the, oh, yeah. the best of the bunch. Save the best to last, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, back to the Steelers. Obviously, the season depends on whether Ben Roethlisberger is able to stay healthy or not, because as, as much as I like Josh Dobbs, not Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have two rings. Um, the other big question is whether last year was a blip for Juju Smith-Schuster or a sign of what's to come. I don't know if he's going to be staying around Pittsburgh after this year. It is his contract year, and the Steelers are very... We'll say reluctant, historically, to re-sign wide receivers. Can you name the two wide receivers the Pittsburgh Steelers have given second contracts to since the salary cap? So, mid-90s. Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown is one. Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell's a running back. He was a running back. Oh, of course. What am I on about? The other one was Heinz Ward. <laughs> They're the two. Oh, so, yeah. So I I don't know if if he's going to be there past this year, especially if he has a bad year. But I'm not particularly worried. You might remember he was quite banged up last year, and he was being thrown to by Mason Rudolph and Devlin Duck Hodges. 
So, not exactly Which, the best situation to be in. You know, giving all respect to Devlin Duck Hodges, he is still not equal to a 38-year-old Ben Roethlisberger with elbow surgery, apparently. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the signs have been encouraging for Ben Roethlisberger coming out of training camp and same goes to Juju Smith-Schuster. The running back situation, hopefully Anthony McFarlane's able to help. Um, Benny Snell can have a better year as well. James Connor, I he needs a much he needs to improve this year because I am not confident personally. We have made additions to the offense, Eric Ebron as well, Chase Claypool, who I'm expecting a big year from. They're saying he has been absolutely unbelievable in training camp. And if we're going to talk about the defense, the defense is probably it, you can argue it is the best in the league. It is definitely top five. It is almost certainly top three so we have got a defense that can take us very far it is now just a question of offense and i think there's more reason to be optimistic in pittsburgh than not though i wouldn't put us ahead of the ravens of the chiefs in the conference obviously so yeah i i, I don't fair. know i don't know where the steelers go after this year especially if ben roethlisberger doesn't play well but i i I'd, I would say there's more reason to be optimistic than not. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying you should probably try and pick up uh, Josh Rosen when he got waived from the Dolphins. Yeah. But, you know, he ended up on the Buccaneers instead because apparently everyone's going to that team to chase a ring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I do like the Josh Dobbs signing. I don't think it's a permanent replacement for Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think he'll take over as a starting quarterback once Ben goes. But we traded him to Jacksonville for a fifth and then got him back for nothing. So if if you want to attack Kevin Colbert, you definitely can't attack him for um, what he does trade-wise. He got a third and yeah. a fifth for Antonio Brown. Yeah, which honestly at this point is <laughs> pretty good. Single greatest oh. move ever. Lord Almighty. I did, though, recently see the Immaculate Extension again. <laughs> and that, oh, memories. I loved that. Which are you looking most forward to, Alex, would you say? Um, Steelers on defence or Steelers on offence? Oh, Steelers on defence. Yeah, for sure. They were incredible yeah. last year. I, I mean, it, it says a lot that you have Devlin, Duck, Hodges and Mason Rudolph at quarterback and your side still goes 8-8. Eight 8-8, and eight. Eight and eight. absolutely. Which was... Which was through the mm -hmm. defence, which, like yeah. I said, I think could be Super Bowl calibre. This is the best defence we've had since probably 2011, maybe even 2008. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, hang on. There's your warning, Josh. Uh, there are some people tipping Minka Fitzpatrick for Defensive Player of the Year, and if he was to win it, he would be the first safety since Troy Polamalu. Wow. So, it's been that long. Um, I, I, I'm not going to put money on it yet, but fingers crossed. No, um, Alex, I think that's fair. Um, at the end of the day, with a defence with TJ Wattin and Minka, you, you're going to do yeah. well. It's it's a top four or three defence for yeah, me, absolutely. actually. And it kind of feels like you don't need to have that spark on offence. Um, you know, what Roethlisberger does or doesn't do I kind of feel like if your defense can can you know pull through game after game after it's yeah. it doesn't really matter mm, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were one game off getting into the playoffs. We would have been in the playoffs had we had seven games, uh, seven teams, sorry. Yeah. And 
As well as that, I think there were a few games we probably should have won where fortune just didn't favour us. Um, I particularly note the Seahawks and 49ers early on in the season when we were a pass interference and a fumble away from beating two of the better sides in the NFL with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. So, yeah, like I said, opt optimism. Okay, we'll go back to Josh then for the next pick. We'll probably try and speed up for the rest of them because we have spent 20 minutes talking about three sides. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move to another team in the AFC East and the New England Patriots. Good pick. Yeah, so this is should be really interesting at the end of the day. Um, throughout sort of Bill's tenure at the Patriots, they've always sort of rolled on. They've got rid of decent players, you know, pretty much anyone and not really faltered massively but at the end of the day through all that time they had Tom Brady he was that constant that stellar quarterback arguably the greatest of all time and what they will do afterwards on this season is really interesting how will they cope and it's for me it's not just uh, Brady leaving but they've also lost you know a few of the players which have gone under the radar because of Brady's departure I think so. At the end of the day, uh, Carl Van Noy, um, Collins, uh, Roberts, Dante Hightower. Uh, you know, there's the squad's been depleted a lot more than I think has sort of been publicised. And at the end of the day, there is there is optimism. Um, Cam Newton may find that the offense, well, Josh Josh McDaniel's offense uh, suits him, but. Uh, I don't know with his injury record. I'm not sure. And I mean, also, that, who is he throwing yeah. to? Julian exactly Edelman's that wide receiver core. Stinking corpse. Like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Julian Edelman so, and others. Mm, and yeah. No one. Yeah. I was going yeah. to say name yeah. another wide receiver on the Patriots, but very sneaky and heavy. And I, yeah, I it to, used to be Mohamed Sanu, and then he's yeah. gone. <laughs> Second round pick. And some people attack Kevin Colbert. Ah. Yeah, um, this feels weird for me, actually, as being in their division. I don't see the Dolphins doing anything, but I'm sure we'll get onto the Bills. But I feel like this is an opportunity for them because the Patriots have lost a, quite a bit of talent. How will they respond? You don't know how volatile the Dolphins are going to be this season, and lol, the Jets. So, yeah, it really could be their season. Yeah, absolutely. And like you mentioned, lot of big names missing on that defence which really has me worried for them but not really that much um, yeah so, so who actually then who do we expect to win the FC East the Bills I mean the Bills uh, it, it is still the Bills. it is still Bill Belichick it is still Bill Belichick but is he is Bill in the middle Belichick. of like a mini rebuild yeah like this is this I mean, is the period where they spend like Put it this, you know, yeah. a few years in between Super Bowls, getting their team back, yeah. and then they'll go on another run of like three Super Bowls. Put it this way: if it was any other team, any other manager, or sorry, head coach, it wouldn't even be close. I mean, he so is I'd be both, picking the Bills, but, yeah. but it is Bill Belichick. It is Bill Belichick. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Will, you've got the next pick. All right, yeah. Uh, so I will go for the uh, Super Bowl champions last year, a absolutely amazing team, the Kansas City Chiefs. They have 
performed some arcane magic and kept most of their team around while simultaneously giving Mahomes the most staggering contract I have ever seen in the mm. NFL. And admittedly yeah. for me, a relatively recent fan, that's not a massive, uh, you know, it's not a massive time frame I've spent, but still, it is a... Mm, you know, just ridiculous amount of money. They've kept their team around. They've made some upgrades. They got a running back in the draft because that's basically all they needed and no one else running uh, values running backs. So, hey, you know, great. That's going to be them. Uh, and, you know, I think they're going to be extraordinarily deadly. I think they are once again the favorite to win the AFC. And, you know, I absolutely think they're going to make it to another Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. So few things to mention first of all i've been following the nfl now for 10 years and i've not seen a contract like this and i'm pretty sure anyone who's been following the nfl for any period of time hasn't seen a contract like this second of all do you remember how much money they had in free cap space at the start of the year no start start of the season i should say it was 177 dollars and they've turned that (laughs) wow they have turned that into 500 million for patrick mahomes Chris Jones for eighty-five million and Travis Kelsey for fifty-seven million. Um, Holy hell, yeah. that is some black magic right there. I do want to mention as well that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's new nickname is Clyde for Clyde, which is my new favorite thing ever. Yeah. Sounds like something you yeah. hear on NFL films from the nineteen sixties. Like he was the yeah, running no, back taken great. immediately after or before Jim Brown, Clyde for Clyde. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely love that. Yeah. You said it all. I I don't think I don't think there's any team in the AFC or even close to Kansas City to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, in terms of overall quality, the AFC yeah. runs through them. And so. yeah, just a quick note about the Mahomes contract again. I will say I think he's doing a very smart thing. It's not the most amount of money he could get year on year, but what it yeah. does have is a staggering amount of guaranteed money, which in a sport that is as volatile as football, when again you can just be Bo Jackson out of the league at any moment. You know, it's useful to get that guaranteed money. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think everyone's done really well with that contract. No losers off it. Yeah. Um, and like I said in the article, the era of Brady might be over, but the era of Mahomes has begun. Is what it looks oh, like. Gosh. Okay. It's oh, it's me with the next pick, isn't it? Um. Okay, then. Since I'm a Leeds fan, yes, found a way to get Leeds into it. And since Ding. they were Super Bowl runners up. Let's go and talk about the San Francisco 49ers. I've just realised I left a space in the article and I'm really annoyed about that. Uh. Right, anyway, so... I mean, if they could take right now... Let's just say randomly, 10 points up in the Super Bowl with 7 minutes to go and a 95.3% chance of winning exactly. (laughs) I'm sure they'd take Uh. it. Um, But... It, it feels a bit weird that they have to go back to square one, but they are still in their best Super Bowl window. They have lost Joe Staley, they have lost um, DeForest Buckner, they have lost Emmanuel Sanders, but I think they've done a very good job of replacing all of them. They've got Trent Williams from the Washington football team, um, Javon Kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk in the draft as well, and they've still got Nick Bosa and George Kittle on their rookie contracts as well. So... I, I sort of said there's a difference between a team reloading and a team rebuilding, and this seemed to be a reload for me, and I don't think there's any reason to assume that they're going to be any worse this year than they were last year. and un- Unless, of course, it they turn into Atlanta, and that sort of, like, result just hangs over them like a dark cloud. 
but um, I don't think it will. I think Cal Shanahan will be able to rally his players, and they should be right up there for the NFC, but the NFC is a lot more competitive. It's not like the AFC where it all runs through Kansas. The NFC has multiple teams. They are still going to have to struggle to get back to the Super Bowl. Okay, next pick then goes to Josh. We'll probably do one more round of this and we'll just run through every other team. Yeah, that's fair. So the next for me will be the Baltimore Ravens. Boo. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson had an absolutely stellar season last season. At the end of the day, he did as much damage with his legs than he's and his passes, they went, what, 14-2? and two? And yeah. he broke the season, season yeah, I can't speak, broke the single season uh, rushing record for a quarterback. <sighs> what happened after that <laughs> is... Hilarious. Yes, no, it is. I <laughs> think <laughs> um, the defence, looking forward, the defence could be better. Um, you have uh, Derek Wolfe and Campbell uh what I did and you know whilst L Thomas has gone I think that the Ravens are strong enough to sort of ride that and won't be sort of held back by it. Um, I, I don't think Jackson will be quite as good as he was last season. I feel like you know second mm, season syndrome may yeah for sure. But there's a lot to be optimistic about. They just have to somehow fix this this post-season madness that seems to be occurring. Yeah. Uh, but, for I mean, sure. The moves they've made are absolutely incredible. Um, Calais Campbell, Walter Pace, Man of the Year. Patrick Queen, really good. And I think it says a lot about this team, that they can remove Old Thomas, and everyone seems to think they've got better as a result, which I, I would say they have. I, yeah. I like the Steelers, obviously, but the Ravens are the favourites for the North. Yeah, no, the Ravens are an absolutely stellar team. Um notwithstanding their, uh, I think my words were sudden and vicious collapse in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they were. They um, were. Yep, yep. Uh, I think they'll, you know, they'll have another great year and they'll they'll probably have to take another crack at uh, Kansas City or, you know, quite possibly the Tennessee Titans. I'm sure they'll love that. They'd absolutely love that. By yeah. the way, before I forget, can I take umbrage with something Will said in the top 10 players of 2020 article when... You, you wrote the review for Patrick Mahomes and you said, I'm honestly surprised that no one has rated him as highly as I have. I put him second. Well, I was one place behind you. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I just found that a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. It well, was, I don't it know was if I'd shared everyone's rankings at that time i just said yeah i think i think it was i think you just shared the amalgamated rankings and he was a bit lower than that so i you put him first i put him second josh put him fourth which was a surprise actually in all fairness yeah i can't remember then again the biggest surprise was avon donald who i can't remember one of you rated him third one of you rated him fourth i put him ninth 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 okay sure his stats were good but they didn't seem to justify him being better than, say, I can't remember who I ranked, um, Stefan Gilmore, who I put as my best defender. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's why I did that. Then again, Nick Bosa got in into the case. top 10 purely on will. Yeah, no, that, that was me. Fifth, really? No look, ranking. I, look, no I really ranking. like him. 
I think he's like 12 for me or 13. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had him 14, yeah. something like that. If I you want to see where we all ranked him, then you can go to the Sports Blitz blog or WordPress.com. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. If we're being fair, I did not put the most amount of thought into that. I was just mostly picking players that I liked from this year. Yeah, um, that's fair. But yeah, so my pick next, and I will go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay. Uh, the Tampa Brady. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the Tampa Brady Buccaneers as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, that really is the team at this point. You know, Tom Brady is drawing, uh, you know, he, he is drawing players to the Buccaneers like they're searching for El Dorado. You know, like they are looking for that mythical spring of Super Bowl rings that he just seems to bring, you know, that, that he brought with him to New England. And if we're being honest, he probably has the best offense that he has ever had in his entire career. No, at... no, 2007. Yeah, okay. So you had, what, Randy Moss, and who else? Was Wes Welker still there? Yes, Wes Welker was still there, yeah. Okay, that's pretty impressive. But I will still say that, uh, you know, Godwin and Evans are still really good. He does have Gronk this time, though admittedly it is the off-season shell of Gronk. Uh, we'll, we'll see how much that goes. But he also does have a, you know, he has a really good tight end core around him. He has, like, he has more consistently good wide receivers rather than just, like, one really good wide receiver, one pretty good wide receiver, and then a bunch of nobodies. Um, yeah. So, you know, I would say this year is one of the best offenses he's ever had, quite possibly, in his career. Uh, the defense is a little more suspect, but I think that this team will do really, really well this year. I don't know if they can make the Super Bowl because, again, the NFC is just this, like, vicious pit of infighting. Um, yeah. So, But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm. I will say, just quickly, uh, apparently Chris Godwin has given up his number 12 jersey. Does anyone, anyone know why? Just I'm not quite weird. sure, you know? Very it seems random. strange. Uh, Saquon yeah. Barkley, actually, um, just to go back to the New York Giants, you might know that Logan Bryan's recently signed there. Logan Bryan, to tie this back to Tampa Bay, the person who picked up picked off Tom Brady in his last pass as a Patriot um, for pick six. But he's just signed with New York, and Saquon huh. Barkley asked him if he was going to ask for the number 26 shirt, and he said, well, I wasn't going to. Why is it available? And he went, yeah, for a price. <laughs> <laughs> and Logan Bryan said... Yeah, that's going to be out of my price range, I think. So he's going with a number 23 this year. But yeah. just to go back to um, Tampa, Tom Brady was the 17th best quarterback in the NFL last year. And you can chat about his wide receivers all you want, all you want but I'll be honest, I just thought he looked bad. Less Tom terrific, more Tom below average. I realise that it's the yeah. second time I've made that joke. But, um, I mean, look, he's definitely starting to fall off, but at the same yeah. time, I think... A lot oh, of sins still... can be forgiven when yeah. you have a wide receiver core that good. And but an Nikhil offense Harry. that... Woo. <laughs> That's the only other wide receiver I can name on the Patriots. I can't name any of the yeah. others. But yeah, um, exactly. it is worth mentioning as well, I think the Bucks had the best rush defense in the NFL last year. I might be wrong. But they, they stopped Christian McCaffrey both times. I think he had like something like 100 yards. Oh well, okay. combined. Um, but Alex, yeah. at the Go end on. of the day, uh, Tampa Bay giving bumper contracts to Gronkowski and Brady means that United are getting no transfers. Yeah. So 
I automatically dislike Tampa Bay, but no. It... <laughs> I tell you what, but actually, if we're going to talk about Man United, they were talking about Jaden Sancho on Sky Sports. And okay. Um, the owners of United, the Glazers, know how to bring in top talent. They brought in Tom Brady, um, the arguably the goat. I oh, know this was about um, Messi actually to Man United. Sure. Arguably, they brought in the goat in American football. I was like, not remotely the same. No. Tom Brady's yeah. on thirty million a year thanks to the salary cap. Lionel Messi's on a hundred. That's that's not <laughs> oh, a com- that's God. not a fitting comparison. No. It just so happens when you don't have a salary cap. Um, but yeah, do we put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at top of their division because they are against the New Orleans Saints? No, I'd depends say how much Saints the Saints uh, still look, get it. It all depends on how much the New Orleans offensive line has forgiven Drew Brees for his comments. If so, oh, yeah. then quite possibly we're going to have an interesting time. If they haven't, tough luck, Drew. That wasn't thought through. Yeah. <clears throat> but I do think that uh, the Saints probably have it, though it is going to be a very entertaining battle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, of course, week one, Breeze Brady for the first time at the Superdome. Okay, I think it's my turn to pick next for the last time. And I am going to go for stall for time as <laughs> I look through. I'm going to pick the Tennessee Titans, a team who I think do deserve quite a lot of talking about. Um, they've signed Ryan Tannehill again for a four-year, $118 million contract. Derek Henry, four years for $50 million. This team should be up there with the best in the AFC once again. And I I feel optimistic, personally. They've also got Jadavian Clowney coming in as well. For sure. That he'd be going to the New Orleans Saints. That's another good move for them. They have lost... Logan Ryan to the Giants, which is not great. Jack Conklin as well. But they have got Vic Beasley, who it does look like he's now going to be playing week one. Um, there were rumours he was going to opt out, but hasn't happened. Where do we... Put... Oh, and Isaiah Wilson was picked in the draft in the first round. That's a very good signing for them. And I'm not just saying that because I said they'd draft Isaiah Wilson in my uh, mock draft and feel good about it. Um, but... Yeah, what do we expect to have Tennessee Titans this year? Are they the favourites for the um, division? Uh, it depends how much Phil Rivers can actually do something this year. Very good point. Because, you know, if if having a good O-line for the first time in his career allows him to really live up to his kind of squandered potential, then I think that it could be a very interesting battle. If not, yeah, the, t- the Titans probably run away with it. Feel free to judge me, but I was um, playing Madden you? 11 last night on the PS3, and um, I I wanted to play St. Louis against San Diego, and I realised Madden 11 is for 2010 NFL season, and the 2010 Chargers are on that game, which I was playing as, and yeah. That, that, if you haven't watched the video of the 2010 Chargers, go to Secret Base on YouTube as it is now, and the Dorktown video on the 2010 San Diego Chargers. It's really quite something. So, he's had, he's had good teams before, just not luck, which Indianapolis have had before. Do you get it? 
to get it. I'm very funny. You know what? I'll take that over silence. Anyway. <laughs> okay, then let's run through the other teams in the section. We are calling every other team nine minutes. I don't know how many teams we've done. Nine te- um, so, 23 teams, nine minutes. Okay, the Cleveland Browns only six and ten last year. Uh, the best thing for this team is the hype trains leaving them alone. No one's talking about them. Yeah. Kevin yep. Stavansky. Good. Cincinnati Bengals, 2-14. and 14. Some people are saying that Joe Burrow is enough to take this team to the playoffs. Are they mad? <laughs> no. Yes. Well, I said yes, they are mad, and the answer is no. Yeah. It will not. No. Uh, yeah. Joe Mixon signs a four-year, $28 million contract extension. AJ Green will also be back for the year as well, which is a big boost for them. We didn't talk about the Buffalo Bills. 10-6, and six, they had a record of 3-32 and 32 against Tom Brady, which is not going to be a problem for them anymore. And, um, of course, I think for me, the big signing, Stefan Diggs. Well, unless, unless they're in the Super Bowl together, but, you know. Josh Norman is also playing for the Bills now at cornerback, but I don't know if that's really anything at all. I'm the Bills are going to have the advantage of just not being in as tough a division, yeah. really. I mean, Sean McDermott's done a really good job there. The New York Jets finished last season 7-9. and nine. I do have a big question for this, because I was originally going to ask, if Adam Gase has a bad season, does he lose his job? But I want to take that Please. up to 12. If Adam Gase has a bad season, does he ever get a job in the NFL ever again? No, the man has been coasting on holding Peyton Manning's clipboard for a couple of years, and, mm. you know, he does—he has not deserved any position he has gotten in the NFL. If he wants to go back down to being, like, an assistant or something, sure, and go on a redemption tour that way, but otherwise, the man should be coaching high school kids. Yeah, I, I mean, I doubt he'll even get that, to be honest. They have lost Jamal Adams, but I think the King's Ransom, they've got back. For an unhappy star is really good. They've also got... Chris Hogan and um, Denzel Mims joining the offense as well. And Le'Veon Bell is continuing to insist that he and Adam Gase are definitely best friends and love each other, definitely, definitely believe him. Obviously. Yeah, just totally believable. Um, I, we were going to review the Houston Texans, but I have just traded our Houston Texan, um, Texans preview to Bill O'Brien. He's given me $5 million in return and ownership of NRG yep. Stadium. So yeah, I realise that's the second time good. I've made that joke as well. Um, he thinks it's a great oh. deal that, um, but no, just um, no to Sean Watson, no DeAndre Hopkins. At least they have Randall Cobb. Sure, uh, we'll yeah. go with that. Does anyone think the Texans going to win the division? <laughs> no. Yeah, I agree. Um, does anyone think the Texans are going to make the playoffs? <laughs> Deshaun Watson, but that's about it. Yeah, they have Deshaun Watson and JJ Watts' increasingly battered corpse, so I'm going to assume that they're (laughs) the Patriots. Oh my god, okay, sorry, that tickled me. Yeah, I mean, look, he is. Like, as much as as much as I love JJ Watt, the man has been re- getting really banged up over the past few years. I, hear... I mean, look, at this point, he's going to get traded to the Patriots for a sixth. I hear they've got good hospitals in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Genuinely, in all fairness, I think if the Texans start to try and trade him, which is not going to happen, but if they did, he would absolutely try and force a move to Pittsburgh. Just because everyone is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
the whole Watt family is in Pittsburgh. So yeah, I could see that happening. Indianapolis Colts seven and nine. Philip Rivers replacing um, Jacoby Brissett, who did a good job last year. Uh, obviously, it all comes down to whether Philip Rivers is his 2018 self or his 2019 self. Um, 105.5 pass rating in 2018, 88.5 in 2019. Um, T. Y. Hilton um, needs to return to form, and uh, we've also added Forrest Buckner, which is um, quite good. So, do we think the Colts are going to challenge for the, for the division? Depends how good Philip Rivers is. <laughs> if yeah. he's better than yeah, Jacoby cool. Brissett, yeah, sure. Brissett That's was fair. good for the games he played, but he he was injured. Who remember? Yeah. Hence yeah. Brian Hoyer starting against the Steelers. Oh boy, yeah. And we all remember that game, don't we, Josh? I am not going to speak at this time. <laughs> Longest interception return for a touchdown in the 2019 NFL <laughs> season, 96 yards. The Jacksonville Jaguars finished six and ten last year. One simple question: Are they tanking? Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. rather, every single asset they had apparently was so desperate to leave the team that this is an inadvertent tank because their culture was so screwed. Yeah. They it challenged a for a Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. Jake Jortles! Derek Bortles! Whichever good place reference you want to insert uh, here! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no. They are on... either in an inadvertent tank or yeah. a purposeful one to try and get something in the draft. It says a lot. That Yannick Ngakwe took a seven, a six million dollar pay cut. That's that's excessive. Um, I don't think it's just because Minnesota is such a lovely place. Um, out of interest, if they if they do tank to the first overall pick, do they take Trevor Lawrence? Because Gardner Minshew is looking good, and I don't think it'd be fair to judge him on this season anyway, just because of how atrocious the rest of the team is. Yeah. No, I mean this is this is absolutely the Jaguars are gonna get they're just they're dead. For a little while longer, they're gonna have to deal with being dead. Mm. But Denver Broncos finished seven and nine last year. Um Drew Locke actually quite impressive. They've added Malvin Gordon to the running back core with Nick Lindsay. Jerry Judy is getting a lot of good reviews out of camp as well. They have lost Chris Harris Jr., but they've replaced him with AJ Bouye. Um, yeah, the defense looks very strong. Um, the offense should be good. A lot of people putting them in for the AFC. Well, not for the AFC West, but for a playoff spot. Do we believe them? Mm. <sighs> I mean, they're seven and Look, nine. Elway finally they got his tall white quarterback. Maybe they can finally figure out what they want to do with the rest of the team. We'll see what happens, but I'm not optimistic about their chances. I do like, and it's the first time I get to say this this year, so I'm going to warm up for it. I do like Vic Fangio. <laughs> oh, boy. Good manager. You've Good been waiting coach. to do that for months. I have been waiting to do that. I've been warming up, getting ready, practicing everything. Let's talk about the Oakland oh, yeah. Raiders. No, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Um... In Sin City now. Is it though, really? Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, given that they're not actually able... Oh, God, yeah, Mark Davis might have to sell the team. Yeah, they've taken a lot of loans to get that stadium. They've taken a lot of loans, and, you know, there's no fans this year, so... Yeah, Mm. absolutely. Um, There aren't many questions about the 
Las Vegas Raiders. I think they've improved. But apparently, I can't remember who said it, but one of their players said that drive you have to drive like Vin Diesel just to stay alive in Las Vegas. That was a quote yeah. from one of their players. I can't remember who. So, so long as they all make it to the stadium alive, um, they should have a good season. Fair. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um... Um, the Los Angeles Chargers finished five and eleven. It was really a season, of, uh, an off season of hard knocks, wouldn't you say? Hey, uh-huh. um, Derwin James out for the next eight months, so he's missing the entire season. Um, they look confident. So optimism all round. Yes. Yay! Yay! They seem to be optimistic about Tyler Taylor at quarterback. So fingers crossed for them, but I wouldn't be so optimistic yeah. oh, if I were yeah. them. Kenneth Murphy. Yeah, they got. Uh, they got Justin Herbert up on there, don't they? Yeah, but they started with Taylor because he, you know, yeah. knows the NFL. And there's yeah. still some problems with Justin move. Herbert. I don't know if you've been watching Hard Knocks. Highly recommend it if you haven't. Um, but in one of the episodes, Anthony Lynn was saying to Justin... I think it was Anthony Lynn was saying to Justin Herbert, it's obvious when you're going to go for a pass or a run, and you cannot have that, obviously. Yeah. So no, he needs time to develop. Um, but, again... I have talked extensively about Justin Herbert in the past. I hope yeah. he succeeds. The Green Bay Packers finished thirteen and three last year. I I don't know what to make. I don't think it's a doom as gloom as everyone else. Was a said. Far for these people. Um, the draft was a for three years time sort of thing. So, yeah, which what well, you know when you made the weird. playoffs last year, got pretty far into the playoffs last year. You'd assume that you'd want to maybe see if you can capitalize and bring in the, you know, bring in another Super Bowl ring now. Yeah, but odd I move, but yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not optimistic because I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win the division instead. They don't have yeah. Stefan Diggs anymore, but Justin Jefferson should be able to replace him. Um, Yannick Ngakwe is added to a pretty eh, defense, and um, whenever you got Dalvin Cook, yeah, yeah. <sighs> the Chicago Bears. So let, let me get this straight: you you trade a fourth round pick to the Jags for Nick Foles, spend twenty one million guaranteed. You could have had uh. Cam Newton. You could have had many other options. You go with Mitch Trubisky as the starter. As I said in the article, is this them just not learning from the sunk cost fallacy? No, they absolutely aren't. And this team continues to be a dumpster fire and the city of Chicago must know pain for the Red Sox success. Yeah. Detroit Lions 3-12-1. Matthew Stafford is back. and The team looked good when Stafford was playing last year. Obviously... Danny Bruff, they were never really going to have much of a chance. DeAndre Swift, apparently one of the better rookies in training camp, and obviously they've got Camion Johnson and Adrian Peterson as well. No Darius Slavo, who of course has gone to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, this, yeah. True. They're not making the playoffs. No, no they're not. not. Uh, I feel like Jamie Collins was uh, a very good signing. Um, but Nothing's exactly been brilliant the last couple of years, has it really, for the Lions. And, um, yeah, Stafford, if he can keep his fitness, should throw for a fair amount of yards. I don't think that's particularly controversial. Uh, But um, I think maybe 
some of the acquisitions on defense are better. Uh, yeah. People like Collins are better for Patricia's sort of style of play. But um, for sure, I think there's an improvement on the Lions, but I don't think there's much more optimism than that. Mm. The Philadelphia Eagles finished last season 9-7. and seven. Obviously, most importantly, is whether Carson went to Southie or not. Yeah. Are we uh, intrigued by whether Jalen Hurts can like sort of become like the Taysom Hill to Carson Wentz's Drew Brees? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I hate the Eagles, but you know. You sound so uh, moved by that, Will. Yeah. No. I look. I would prefer that everyone else in my division be a dumpster fire from now until the rest of time. Washington's already there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the know, last the, few years, the footballers. Yeah. But but, not, yeah, no one's been great in the NFC East in the last few years. Let's be yeah, honest. no. The Dallas Cowboys eight and eight last season. A lot of hype around them because they're the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy, I I, I would guess he's going to do a better job than Jason Garrett. CD Lamb looks good. Who do we put currently as the favourites for the division? Ooh. I'm sorry, Will. It's not the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's probably the Cowboys. Yeah. They just, they yeah. have the most talent. They have, you know, they don't have Jason Garrett anymore as their head mm. coach, which I have to qualify because he's our offensive coordinator now. Um, God, that still feels weird. Uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, I'm optimistic about yeah. Gavitt in New York, though, personally. If only because he's been saying all the right things. Um, I, I, I'm not going to start burying the Giants already for that. The Washington yeah. football team, as they are now. Yeah. Alex Smith is back. He's in the 53-man roster. So that's actually really impressive and major credit to him. Defense looks quite impressive. Offense looks dreadful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's about I th it. I think uh, Washington have already made their best move of the season by removing their name and their logo, it should yeah. be told. I have to um, <laughs> I have to say, though, replacing it with the Washington football team is about on the level with the uh, the Greendale human beings from Community, and I think they should absolutely adopt the same mascot. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, I, I will just point out, actually, I downloaded a Steelers wallpaper yesterday with the 2020 schedule, and it does have the old Washington logo on it, and I'm becoming very uncomfortable with that. Now I've noticed it. Um... Right, the Atlanta Falcons, seven and nine last year. Which half of last season are we going to see out of the Atlanta Falcons this season? Are we going to see uh, the team that went one and seven, or the team that went six and two? Sorry, that's in their first half and in their second half of last season. Yeah, I honestly have no idea. My hope is that they can be the kind of spoiler team again. I really enjoyed them just kind of screwing with teams and records. Yeah. Um, and my predictions a lot of the time. What are we thinking about Todd Gurley? Because yeah, I was going to ask Chris. I mm. I've heard a lot of good stuff coming out of training camp. I don't know if that's just to try and make him feel better, or if it's because they're genuinely impressed. But I don't know how he's going to do over sixteen game season. That's my worry as well. I think you can have sparks of brilliance there, but when it comes to the real thing in a real game situation over the course of a a full NFL season, I'm. I'm not sure. I mean, he's a bit of a wild card as it is. And if they can get him going, 
on the run Atlantic be exceptionally dangerous and Matt Ryan being you know exceptionally consistent himself is always a great foil for that uh, I just I'm just a bit pessimistic about his, his fitness truth be told Okay, we'll rush through the final ones then. Carolina Panthers 5 and 11. Matt Rule in charge now. Um, a good draft for defense because they only drafted defense. Um, yeah, which is kind of necessary given the last. Yeah. I don't see Teddy Bridgewater as a long term franchise quarterback, so. Just also, no. Progress will do. Seattle Seahawks 11 and 5 last season. Greg Olson's a really good addition. Um, they have lost to Javion Clowney, um, but Jamal Adams is going to help in the backfield of, in the defense, obviously. They've got Russell Wilson. They always yeah. have a chance. It always helps yeah. having the best player in the NFL on your side, I yeah, suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. The Los Angeles Rams, 9 and 7. Um, logo, bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what a, an in depth yeah. analysis, though. Bad. Yes. Logo bad, team bad, future bleak. They traded away all of their picks. I mean, uh, they've made good moves in the staff. If you want to go into it, Wade Phillips sure. out at defensive coordinator, replaced by Brandon Staley. And they've actually got a proper offensive coordinator this year, Kevin O'Connell. So, yeah, great. Um, Arizona Cardinals finally 5-10-1. Should be a season of improvement. DeAndre Hopkins coming in is quite big. Kyle and Larry Fitzgerald yeah. returning for his 7,000th season or whatever. Um, it's a good thing. So, yeah, better. Oh, and Isaiah Simmons, one of the best rookies in the draft. Yeah. Okay, it's time then to move on to our pre-season predictions. So, we have several questions we're going to answer and hope we are not as wrong as last year. Good God. So, we'll start with... The main question, who's going to win the Super Bowl? The Miami Dolphins. No. Um, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. No, it's, it's, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Okay, so who's going to win the NFC? I'm going to go Saints. Uh, that's what we said last year, though. And it didn't go too well for the Saints. Um... Can I go out on I'm... a limb and say the Seahawks? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll say the Seahawks as well. Yeah. Okie doke. Who is going to be NFL MVP? I'm going to go for the best player in the league, Russell Wilson. Yeah, honestly, he deserves it. Yeah. NFL Rookie of the Year. Please be Andrew Thomas. Please be it's Andrew not, Thomas. It's not going to be a line. It's not going to be Andrew. I, I know. <laughs> um... I mean, honestly, it depends how well the Bengals can do with Joe Burrow throwing to AJ Green as their only option. Yeah. Um, I would love to see him do well. I would love to see Tua come in and do some things mm -hmm. on Miami. I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to go Clyde Edwards Lair. Ooh, that is true. Yeah, no, that's a that's Clyde for Glide. Yeah. There are actually there have been apparently bets put on him to win NFL MVP. Clyde okay, Edwards Lair. That's a bit much. Which yeah, that's it's a bit, a bit much. much. I'm not going that far. Let's okay. calm down, everybody. Biggest team improvement, Tampa. Yeah. 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 Biggest disappointments. I said the Ravens last year, so I'm going to be careful. Green Bay. Cowboys. I feel like they may underperform Ooh, again. Pick. 
Go to pack. Yeah, no, I think the Cowboys are going to be it. Please let the Cowboys be it. I can't deal with Cowboys fans being... I have so many Texans in my law school class. I cannot... <laughs> like, like, I cannot stand to be happy. Okay, we're going to the team predictions then for our teams. How will the Steelers do? I'm going to go 10 and 6. Yeah, no, that'd be good. You know what? That's about bang on. Yep. Yeah. How will the Giants do? I'm. I'm, I'm going to say 7 and 9. Yep, 7 and 9. 8 and 8. 8 and 8. And how will the Dolphins do? 16 and 0. They're going to win the Super Bowl quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> First team <laughs> to do it in history. I, rub it in I, Brady's I, face ooh. forever. <laughs> I want to say 7 and 9 is about right for the Dolphins. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to agree. 7 and 9. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all to do that. Okay, Steelers, player of the year, rookie of the year. Player of the year is going to be... I'm going to go TJ Watt. And I'm going to say rookie of the year is going to be Chase Claypool. Uh, I don't know yeah. who you've got on rookie. Mm. So at this uh, point, I'm going to desperately start Googling the Giants and Dolphins rookie draft classes. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, honestly, the only person I can really remember is Andrew Thomas and Xavier McKinney, and Xavier McKinney's out. So probably going to be Andrew Thomas for my rookie of the year and for player of the year. This is, uh, this is Steelers. Well, Steelers. Oh, Steelers. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go Minka Fitzpatrick for player of the year. I'll agree with you on that one. And then Rookie of the Year. Uh, Chase rookie Claypool. of the Year. I, I, yeah, Chase Claypool. I'll agree with you there. Yeah, that's, that's quite a good shout. Okay, Giants Player of the Year and Rookie of the Year. Again, it would have been uh, McKinney if it was not for Andrew Thomas, yeah. just because I believe safety is a flashier position. But, you know, Andrew Thomas it is then. And then for Player of the Year, uh, I'm really going to hope it's Saquon Barkley. I yeah. would love to see him come back and do some amazing things. Well, obviously, I'm going with Saquon Barkley as player of the year. And for rookie of the year, we have to go with mystery irrelevant take. Crowd of a linebacker now. We're going with Andrew Thomas. I'll agree with both of those. I don't think there's much wiggle room, actually. It's either that or Matt Pert, who is also an offensive tackle, but picked in the third My round. My favourite player. Yeah. Um, Mammy Dolphins, player of the year and rookie of the year. Uh, player of the year... Uh, I think I'm going to go with performance a little bit left field, but Alex, you mentioned him earlier, and I'm not sure, like you say, how volatile the Dolphins going to be. So Matt Breeder, I think, player of the year. Yeah. And rookie, it just depends when they decide to put Tua in, but I'm going to take a risk and say Tua. Um, yeah. Um I mean, honestly, I don't know when they'll put Tua in. I don't know how he'll be. I assume he'll be good. They might decide to sit him out for a full year like Mahomes did. Uh, so I will play it safe and say Kyle Van Noy. I really want to see what he can do on a new team. Yeah. It'd be really fun to see him play. Uh, and then new player... Uh... Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, for, I'm looking through the... I, I'm looking at... TheFinsider.com now. Thanks for this. Respect the Okay, Finsider. I'm going to go Rookie of the Year. I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to say Austin Jackson. You know, I'll, give Tua, I'll, give, I'll give Tua a Rookie of the Year. Because I didn't give him Player. Player of the Year, I'm going to go with... See, I probably want to say Devontae Parker, but... That's I don't a fair shout, actually. Yeah, go on, Ben. Devontae Parker, you've convinced me. 
he's reasonably consistent year after year. So, yeah, fair. Okay, which boy band will the Seahawks imitate for celebrations this season? I really hope it's Take That. Westlife, Busted. Just go um, through any random British boy band from like the 2000s. This isn't a serious one, by the way, just I, in case. Yeah, I don't know. One Direction. Screw one it. One Direction. End ups. <laughs> <laughs> they had that single that one time. Yep. Where did it land McFly. in the charts? God, God knows. Number one. Obviously. No, I've literally no idea. <laughs> no, no, that was the name of their big song. Another level. McFly. Boyzone. McFly, yes. Blue. Who will Bill O'Brien trade next? I think it is going to be... A game, McFly. <laughs> well, Bill O'Brien's going to trade McFly. Yes. For yes. McFly. Yes. <laughs> um, I think he's going to try and get Roger Goodall as, as quarterback. You try and tackle him. <laughs> the ginger hammer of justice. Oh, that would uh, be great. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll have a week one preview coming up later in the week, but it is going to be after the first game, so we will talk about Texans at Chiefs, a game with a bit of previous. Um, obviously... I think, for me, the Texans' main goal in this game is to not concede 24. It's not go up 24-0 and then lose. Yeah, I think their goal is just not get hideously embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. On I'll be honest, every I don't possible know level this, to I the point where anything. the Chiefs' stadium runs out of celebration fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's still my favourite part. Right. Um, I think this is a really good game for the opening fixture because you've got two... Really good young quarterbacks, two teams who can put up points, one team who really can't defend them, seemingly, uh, going up against each other in Arrowhead, the scene of a crime from last year. I, I really like this game. I think it's a really good game for the opening fixture. Yeah, no, I think it's really good. Can you tell none of us have done prep for this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, shall, shall we just predict them? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, um, from Arrowhead Stadium, the Houston Texans are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not going to tell you the record because you should probably know. I'm going for Chiefs win. Are we yeah, doing scores no, or win. just... No, uh, just just for predictions. Oh, like Chiefs. Oh, for sure, Chiefs win. And this year, I'm going to keep win. track of how we do like a person. Yay. Yay. Okay. Anyway, thank you very much for coming on the first episode of the new year of the NFL Blitz. For sure. Uh, likewise. Yep. It is always great to be back on. We're back, guys. We're back. We're doing it. Woo! And anyway, that's all the time we have on the NFL Blitz today. Thank you for listening. My thanks go to Josh and Will. The intro and end music for the NFL Blitz was provided by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com. We're back on Saturday with another edition of the NFL Blitz, previewing all of the other games on week one of the NFL season. Until then, I've been Alex Woodward, and don't just have a good week like the best play in NFL history, have an immaculate one. Goodbye. <laughs>